Good morning. You're listening to Real Life, Real People Radio on this Sunday morning. Thank you for joining me today. This is Jill Lowry, and I'm here to talk to you about love again. I know we've been talking about love in the month of September, and I want to talk about how love can bring healing. I've asked a special friend to come in today and share about her healing and how through her relationship with other people who love the Lord and through her relationship with the Lord, she has found healing because she um, is resting in His presence and loving the Lord with all of her heart, soul, strength, and might. In fact, if we look at Scripture... We look at Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 5. It says, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your might. And this is exactly what my special guest does. Now, before I introduce her, I want to just tell you that you never know when you're going to meet someone. You never know when God is going to put someone in your life that you need to meet. And so this happened to me. And one day I was actually going to get a pedicure (laughs) i'll just tell you the whole story and i was going to do that and this beautiful woman sat next to me or i actually sat next to her and she was also getting a pedicure and you know honestly i was in one of those moods i didn't feel like talking to anyone that day um i don't know why but it was just one of those things and so i had a little visit with the lord and he's like jill you wait till you till you meet this this beautiful woman and so she struck up a conversation with me and next thing you know we're talking about jesus we're talking about our love for the lord and then i told her that hey i need to interview you and she's like well of course i would never pass up an opportunity to talk about the lord jesus so here she is and so i can't wait to introduce her but before um I do. I just want to invite you all, wherever you are, to sit back, relax, grab your favorite cup of coffee, grab hold of your Bibles, but most importantly, grab hold of Jesus, and He will bring the Bible to life for you. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for today. We thank you for this special time where we can share about our love for you and how our love for you brings healing healing in our relationships with other people, physical healing, spiritual healing, where we just can feel your presence within us. We can feel that love and that joy and that peace that you bring. So Lord, I just pray that everyone listening today would find healing as they seek you more and more. And may um, Dana's story today encourage them to not ever give up, to not ever give up praying and not ever give up believing that you can do miracles, that you are the God of miracles. You are our way maker and our promise keeper. And so, Lord, thank you. We love you so much. We praise you for today and every day that we are alive to share what you have done in our lives. For we praise you and we love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, I am privileged and excited to introduce my special guest, and her name is Dana Penny. And I did an intro just a minute ago, how I met her. So I can't wait to share a little bit more. And so welcome, Dana. How are you? you. Thank you. I'm a little teary already after the prayer and the 
compliments you gave me. Thank yes, you so much. Of course. Well, I just thank you for coming today. And I haven't known you except for about six, seven weeks is all. Um, but I feel like I've known you a long time. We've talked on the phone several times. Yes. And of course, our first meeting was at the nail salon of <laughs> all places. Right. But God knows what he's doing. And he knew that you and I were going to meet that day. Didn't he me. set us right next to each other so you could come and share your story. And look how many chairs were in the salon. There was at least 12. I could have sat on the other end, but right. we sat together. So you're right. God did have a hand in this. He does. And we always. thank him for that. Yes. We, hallelujah. We do. We do. Well, before we get started, your story is so impactful. Let's just talk a little bit about who you are. Where are you from, and how did you get to this area in East Texas? Well, I was raised in Corpus Christi, but I met my husband while he was in the Navy, and uh, we've been married 46 years, and we moved up here because he loved to fish, and we didn't know for any other reason. But the first Sunday we went out looking for a church, we found out why. Because there was one little, I call it a one-horse church, (laughs) there in the town where we lived. And I said, oh, Gary, is this the only church around? And not that a small church does not meet God's requirements, but (laughs) just that we expected more. So the next Sunday... We went to another church, and it is an awesome church. People wrapped their arms of love around you. They welcomed you. You knew the Holy Spirit was in that church. So we knew right then that God called us there for a lot more than fishing. Mm-hmm. Oh, so yeah, we a lot more. Yeah. What's, yeah. What church do you attend? What's Lake Fork Baptist. Lake Fork Baptist. In Alba. Okay, uh-huh. in Alba. Uh-huh. And so you, you get to go to the lake and you get to go to church. And, and I'm sure mm-hmm. you've met a lot of people. Oh, that, lots of mm-hmm, people. Mm-hmm. So tell us, when you walked into that church, how did you know this is home? These are my people. The Spirit was there. You can tell if you've been in a church where the Spirit is not there. Mm-hmm. It's cold. It's People are a little indifferent. Mm-hmm. They don't speak to you. But this church had the Spirit in it because it was, uh, like I say, friendly, loving. There was mm-hmm. lots of hugging going on, mm-hmm. and that's what we do at our church. Yes. So we want people to feel welcome, and most of mm-hmm. all, we want them to have that feeling of um, Christ in us. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it's strange because, uh, like I say, there are a lot of churches where you don't know mm-hmm. what it's going to be like, but it didn't take long till God convinced us this mm-hmm. is where we want mm-hmm. I want mm-hmm. you to be so you as you're attending and you're going meeting people you really felt his voice telling you this mm-hmm. is home mm-hmm. this is where you need to be it and this became an important part of your story because a lot of these people that go to your church mm-hmm. have prayed over you and for you Exactly. For years, so let's let's go on and talk about your story. When I first met you, you told me I'm a cancer survivor, 
You, and you told me, I am healed, and God healed me, and I had a lot of people praying for me, and that impacted me. That's how you described yourself, really? that God healed you of this. So I want you to tell our listeners kind of the whole story from the beginning um, with, with that cancer and kind of what he's doing and continuing to do. Right. Well, life. I had a... a bad backache and I have a lot of backaches but I went to the doctor and he said well let's do an x-ray and see what we can find out and upon looking at the x-ray he discovered I had cancer all inside of my uh, abdomen it was my liver my um, kidney my bones it was there with a vengeance. And uh, he said to me, well, <clears throat> excuse me, we will have to uh, take care of this cancer before we can look at the back. And I said, well, yes, let's yes. do. I said, wow. where did this come from? I had had cancer before in 2005, right after we moved up here. And from where it came from, I don't know. It's a type of cancer that you don't know where it comes from, mm -hmm. and it's melanoma. Mm -hmm. And melanoma uh, started me out with a, a kind of a quick treatment. They put me in the hospital for a week and gave me intense treatments. And the doctor's final words were, we can take care of this 20% uh, chance that you won't ever have cancer again. And I'm like, what? 20%, I'd rather have quality of life. So I don't know that I want to do this. Mm -hmm. So I didn't do, after I had my few treatments that she wanted me to try, I didn't do any more treatments. And for 15 years, God carried me along and I was fine. Wow. Until one day, I went to stop and breathe a little bit. It's so overwhelming sometimes. Mm. I was trying to think when it started back up, but anyway, it was 2020, mm -hmm. 15 years later, my cancer came back and um, I got a doctor in Tyler who is a God-fearing, God-loving woman who just said, hey, we're here to get rid of this cancer. And uh, we, she had prayers on the back of her door in the clinic. And every time I could go in and see her scripture, uh, it was just uh, hope mm -hmm. flashing at wow. me. Hope. There's hope. There's hope. Yes, because there is hope in the scriptures. God gives us his word so we can find hope and we can know his love. And I bet every time you walked in there, you just felt that hope exactly. and that love and that everything would be okay. I did. And so that was back in 2020. And you said the cancer came back. Did it come back with a vengeance? Yes, that's when it, yeah. Okay. And where that's it, when it was. The first time, I, I'm sorry, I didn't start this right. That's okay. It wasn't the first time that I it came so bad. The first it was time. the second time. Okay. The first time was just was a melanoma. Just a drifting into the door is what right, it was. Right, right. But the second time came It back. was melanoma, too. Okay, but they okay. just didn't know where it originated from the first right, time. So right, right. it was hard to say. And so in 2020, when you went to this doctor that you found, what did she 
do? Did you do radiation? Did you do chemo? What all? I did chemotherapy, and uh, somehow, I know somehow, he was with me. He was sitting in the chair next to me Mm -hmm. as I had this horrible, grueling treatment Mm -hmm. for cancer, which Mm -hmm. I don't want to say anything else about it. Mm -hmm. It's how it works. I don't know, and sometimes it doesn't work, but um, I was taking immunotherapy, and I took three treatments, and I went to see my doctor after the last treatment that she wanted me to have before I visited with her, and she said to me, I didn't do this. God did it, and you are cured of cancer. Wow. And I said, what? (laughs) I said, am I hearing you right, doctor? And she said, yes, you are. So um, she never had it cancer take on like that and come off come on and off that quickly and and another thing that happened during that time and I want to tell you this is very important I woke up one morning and I had no hearing I could not hear a thing and I went to the doctor and she said to me 13 people in the United States or the world maybe I don't even know have gotten this from immunotherapy so it was a a side effect of immunotherapy. Oh, okay. okay. So um, I just, there was nothing she did for me. I went home. I slept. I don't know how many days I had it, but I woke up one morning and I could hear. Oh, and I said, what a well, miracle. there's another miracle now, in my life. Now, y- you didn't say this, but I just know it because we've talked. During those times, you prayed. That was your strategy. Exactly. Your battle plan was yes. that you were going to pray and believe right. that your God could heal you because right. you knew that he's a God of healing and he loved you so much. And you heard him say, I will heal you. And I and will so take you, care of you. And I will take yeah. care of you. And so you prayed and you had a lot of people praying for you. That was the biggest church. thing is that I knew that this church would pray for me. I knew that I was in his arms even though I wasn't sure he was going to cure me, I knew that he loved me. And that was what was important mm-hmm. is because I could trust him mm-hmm. with my life. Yes. And that's what it was, yes. came down to. Yeah, and that love does heal. You know, knowing that we have mm. a loving God who loves us, even when we mess up, you know, even when we don't do what we're supposed to do or we should do, he loves us and he never stops loving us. No. In fact, he gave us his son Jesus as a sacrifice for our sins so that we could be saved and that we could have eternal life. And he gave you freedom from cancer. Exactly. Are you still cancer free today? I am still cancer free, and I've had at least four PET scans since that mm-hmm. time. Oh, maybe wow. even more. I have them every six months. Yes, and I know you just had one because you told me that you just had mm-hmm. one and it showed again no cancer. And the only way the doctor can explain that is through God. Right. She knows who the Creator is. My doctor mm-hmm. does, and she's not afraid to say it, and neither mm-hmm. am I. And now I'm ready to get up on the rooftop and say, Hey, everybody. Yes. It's real. Yes. Jesus is real, yes. and love is real yes. that he gives to us yes. day by day. You know, and God does—we we don't know why he does things or how or what. We just know that he loves us, and our faith gets us through. But one thing we do know is that when he 
does something like this, it's for His glory. Exactly. And we need to share our story like you are right now. And I know that that is part of what we are to do. He tells us, share mm-hmm. about what I've done. So I know that in addition to this interview, you have shared your testimony. You told me you shared it with your church. So let's let's talk about that when you okay. shared this the first time. Do you remember when that was, when you did this? I'm not sure how long after I was cured that, uh, of course, uh, mouths were talking and people were talking about it. It was yeah. something to yeah, tell. Yeah, spread through the church. Like, really. Did you know and people healed? would hug me and... And I would be like, wow. Yes. But uh, before that, I want to tell you the people that came mm-hmm. to my, well, I can tell you that there in the next time, but um, the people were so loving, caring. And I was in church one night after this happened, the healing, and I felt someone telling me to, to go to the front of the church and profess testify girl yes. testify yes yes that was the holy spirit telling <laughs> you through god saying testify and i left my walker which i was using i was still uh-huh. weak i walked i said i can make it to the front i might can fly to the front wow. but i'm gonna walk through the power of god he oh, exactly you. so you walked up to the front you were obedient because yes. you could have stayed in that seat and right not. and you went up to the front and what did you tell the people well first of all two women in our church came out and grabbed my arms and took me to the front because uh, they could see that I was struggling to get up there. And then the music director, David Allen, he's a wonderful man, and he saw me down there and he mm-hmm. said, I think, I told him, I want to testify. And uh, he said, okay. He said, uh, ladies and gentlemen, or whatever he said. I don't even know what he said. I was so excited and waiting. And I said, I'm just here to tell you that God has performed a miracle on me. And I said, why me? I don't know. And why some of you still have it? I don't know. But I'm here to tell you, this church prayed for me during the whole time that I had treatments. You uh, visited me, you sent cards, you brought food, you brought gifts, and you let me know how much you loved me because of him. And I want to tell you that it can happen to you if God chooses, and God will choose maybe some of you. Yes. I don't know. But I said he may not choose some of you, but I want you to know that I am here healed and God has done it. Mm, mm, beautiful. So it beautiful. was just so exciting. Did people, how did, well, first of all, how did you feel after you testified? Isn't it just a beautiful, I mean, you can't even explain that. No, you the, can't. Just the, and the you think freedom. back and you wonder, you know, when you asked me to tell what had happened and how it happened, it, sometimes you don't even have the words. Um, it's just, um, 
it's really awe and wonder. Just, yes, just exactly. Like, just you, you know, you can't explain. But tell me how what people said to you. Did you have a lot of people come up to you and oh yes, say tell yes. me I'm wow. Do you think people may have believed? It reminds me of the woman at the well sharing look jesus the messiah he knows me he knows us you know it's almost like that and you know you're so excited i know it and a lot of people came because of her testimony Mm -hmm. that's how exactly i feel like god has used you i can't even imagine being in her shoes Mm -mm. but uh mine my shoes were full and running over and Mm -hmm. my cup runneth over and i don't know that uh, at that time um I heard much except, wow, God is so good. Praise Mm -hmm. God. Thank you, Jesus. On and on and on Mm -hmm. to give him the glory. And I said, I want him to have the glory because this is nothing I would have done on Mm -mm. my own. Mm -mm. But what a privilege to be the recipient of it. Exactly. Oh, my gosh. I can't even imagine what that must feel like. And I'm so thankful that, that he gave you that miracle. And he still is. Like you said, every day is a miracle. But you said something to me when we were talking on the phone that someone shared with you about a win-win situation. Right. Share that with our audience because that impacted me, and I've shared what you have said with others. Well, I don't know who it was that told me that. My husband may even remember, but I don't. Uh, But I loved the connotation behind it, and it was... The fact that when life is over or when life continues, we can either go to heaven and be with Jesus is a win, Mm -hmm. or we can stay here and be put to work for His glory. And so that's a win. So they called it a win-win situation. Mm-hmm. And I was able to attest to that in the um, ear clinic one day because mm-hmm. a young girl was there that had melanoma, of all things, in her eye. Her eye was about to drop out on the floor, and it was very hard for me to even look at her. But You felt that compassion. I did, mm-hmm. and I did not know if she knew the Lord. I know you told me this story. You didn't know if she knew the Lord. But what you did know is that you needed to go to her. You needed to talk to her. Again, you were hearing God's voice to tell you, come and share Jesus with this woman. Because you saw her condition, you had compassion on her, and so you went and you shared and asked right. her, do you know Jesus? Didn't you just <clears throat> basically just say, do you know Jesus? Right. And what did she say? Did well, she talk or was she able to talk? Or well, I told her, I said, I can't, for some reason, I couldn't come up with a win-win situation. But I did explain it to her that if God chose to heal her and she stayed on this earth, she would be telling everybody about it. Yes. Because yes. I knew. And she seemed to shake her head in belief Mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean she believed but her mother was there and her son was there Mm -hmm. and he's 16 years old but I tried to get in touch with her through the clinic and was unable to Mm -hmm. but she knows that I cared about her and she felt Mm -hmm. something whether it be Mm -hmm. uh, not of the Holy Spirit but of the world whatever it was it was comfort and I 
that's what I wanted her to have. Right, and you loved her, and mm-hmm. you loved her. Well, let me go back to the win-win situation. It's only a win if we know Jesus. Right. Because it's a win if if for some reason we're not healed on this earth because we are with Jesus. Right. He promises that exactly. for those who believe, for mm-hmm. those who profess the Lord as their Lord and Savior. But for those that don't or don't know Jesus, it's not a win-win. No, no. So that's why it's so important that we share our faith. Exactly. And so that's what we're doing today. We want you, if you're listening and you don't know Lord Jesus Christ, if you don't have a relationship with Him, He wants you to accept Him, to believe, to believe that He is who He says He is, that He died for you, He rose again for you, yes, and He will live in you and, and bring you life, and every, eternal life when you, when you pass from this earth, because we don't know the day or hour when that may happen mm-hmm. to each of us. He spared your life, and now mm-hmm. you're here to work for Him and, and tell your story, and, and I love that, because you're going to get more opportunities to do that. I'm sure I will. You did with me that day. When I met you, you shared your story, and God knew that you would share it again, and here we are on this interview, and then it'll just continue from here. I mean, who knows where else you're going to share it, but you're going to be ready to share it, aren't you? And I will say it has happened more uh, since I met you. Okay, really? Tell me. I've had my uh, ex-daughter-in-law. I've gotten in touch with her. She has restored we have restored our relationship praise god my granddaughter is going to have a baby and i'm invited to the shower and and i know that god is blessing me and it's Mm -hmm. coming out in many many ways oh i love that i tell people my cup runneth over so Mm -hmm. if you see something running out of me it's the holy spirit is coming and going yes yes well i noticed that when i first met you and i think i'm noticing it even more today as we're meeting face to face again the lord provided that you know i'm thinking as you said my cup runneth over of course you know um, I'm going to read the Psalm 23. Is that one of exactly. your favorite psalms? Mm-hmm. The Lord is my mm-hmm. shepherd. Mm-hmm. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores mm-hmm. my soul, for he leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. And even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. And then it goes on to say, you prepare a table for me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Beautiful psalm. Oh, Beautiful. It, is. it is. And I memorized that when I was a child, so it's been with me forever. But just in the last, uh, since 2005, have I realized how much more God loves me than I ever even thought. Oh, wow. You know, you that, just grow and grow, mm-hmm. and you don't even— Well, I grew up in the church. I was taken in as a baby in, in diapers, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, if you have it around you a lot, sometimes you take it for granted. You think, well, I know Jesus. Everybody here knows Jesus. But then you come to a point in your life where you think it's not just about— knowing who he is it's what you do with it it's a lifestyle right and it changes exactly and it's about a relationship with him 
and we're constantly growing closer to him. We're constantly mm-hmm. learning. You had told me that he's been showing you some scriptures and some things lately. So tell me what, what you've been hearing from him. Well, this week, just this week, I got a, a devotion that was mm-hmm. just really touched my heart. It says, imagine the most perfect, rare orchid thriving in a fragile, flawed container. There's something like the Holy Spirit dwelling in us. That is exactly what it's like Mm -hmm. in a flawed container. But the Holy Spirit's in there with us, and it it just, it really touched me. Mm -hmm. And then another day this uh, week, Yesterday, I believe it was, Romans eight twenty eight. Mm-hmm. All things work together for good mm-hmm. that know God and are called according to his purpose. And it and, says all things, like the mm-hmm, good and the bad, things. everything together I works. Know. At a, you know, and we we don't want to go through the bad times. We don't No. but it's necessary. That's exactly what it's to said. work together because through this cancer you've grown your faith. Right. You've seen what God can do, and you're sharing it. You've seen His miracles in your life, and you're continuing to see. Right. Is there any way I have time to say this little short list of what cancer can do? Go for it. What cancer cannot do, excuse me. I was saying yeah, what the wrong cancer one. cannot do. Cancer is so limited, it cannot cripple love, cannot shatter hope, destroy faith, destroy friendship. It cannot suppress memories. It cannot mend the soul. It cannot steal eternal life. It cannot conquer the spirit. Isn't that beautiful? Amen. Amen. I've had that ever since I first got oh, cancer. I, I have a little that. folder here that has all my little things mm-hmm. in it. <laughs> You're so right because God is overall. And God can do it all, and He is over cancer. I know, and can't you just sometimes jump out of your skin? Mm-hmm. Just I'm trying to read this, but I'm jumping out of my skin yes. because it is so amazing yes. the yeah. things that God can do mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. cancer can't yeah. do. Amen, amen, forever and ever and ever, ever. and it's eternal. And so mm-hmm. here you are. You've survived. God um, has helped you. He's taken you through it he's held your hand through it and he's loved you through it and so right. would you say his love has brought you healing exactly i can say that amen amen, amen. And such a such an awesome thing so is there anything else you want to say before we close and then would you please close us in prayer as well and I thank you, Dana, for coming today. Oh, I'm gosh, so glad I met you that day. It was such a blessing for me to sit right next to you. And God I look has, forward to our friendship. Yes, growing. and I think God has so much in store for all of us if we would give Him a chance. Yes, so you um, would say, give God a chance. I would. Let Him I speak would. to you. Let Him love you. You're right, because it's our choice. Mm-hmm. It is. He does. He's a gentleman. He does not force himself on us Mm -hmm. at all. So, yes. Yes. Well, thank you so much. Precious Father and Holy God, we just come to you today with grateful hearts. Thank you that I've been allowed to 
find this joy in telling others about you, Lord. It is indeed a privilege. And I know I don't have all the right words, and uh, Satan would have it that my voice would choke up, which it is. But in the name of Jesus, I rebuke him, because greater you that's in us than he that's in the world. Father, you are so good to us. Thank you for Jill and her ministry, Father. Bless it, and may it continue to reach out to a lost and dying world, Father. You know the situation our world is in. And we leave it at your feet, Father, because that is the most worthy place it can be placed. And Father, we don't know what tomorrow brings, but we do leave it with you. And Father, thank you and over and over again for how much you mean to us and your love that just uh, surmounts all other love, Father, in this world. Thank you and praise you. And we lift you up, Father, right now. In Jesus' holy name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to Real Life, Real People Radio. If you would like to hear more episodes, simply search Real Life, Real People Radio on Apple, Google, and Podbean Podcasts. And remember, every day will be a good day when you get real with God. Real Life, Real People Radio, copyrighted 2023. All rights reserved. Real faith, Jesus the center, real life.